Welcome to Real 45 with Stefan and Greg Hancock. We vibe out and have real talk, so tune in and check this out. Yeah, today is a new day. Let's seize it now and get hype. We talking about our careers, our family, and just life. Yeah, share my story with you. Inspiration like every day. Real 45, we gon' keep it live. I keep episodes on replay. Hey, Real 45. Yeah, Real 45. Show them how we do it, man. Yeah. Welcome to Real 45. This is our episode number six, coming from a sunnier part of the world down in Sweden here, a place called Lynn Shopping. I'm meeting up with a pretty good buddy of mine, I can say. I can call him a buddy, I hope, and I hope that he'll, he'll agree to it, and he's not going to say that uh, he's just a, a buddy because he's sitting here doing this podcast with me, but uh, anyway... I would like to welcome all of you guys. Thanks for listening again. Things have been going good. The last week with uh, Peter Carlson was epic. It was awesome. And uh, I'm following it up with another uh, great Swedish friend who I haven't known this guy since the 90s. But I don't even think he was alive in the 90s. Oh, maybe he was. But uh, we'll find that out. Can I welcome, all the way from Motala, Jonas Davidson, or Jonas Davidson, as I got to say it in my American English. <laughs> welcome, Jonas. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. What year were you born? Sorry? Yeah, exactly. Be honest. <laughs> what, <laughs> I need to make sure that uh, were you, you were born before the 90s, right? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, though. 84. 84. Yeah. We had the Olympics in LA in 84. Yeah, I think it was. Is that what inspired your parents? <laughs> like the, in the run up to it? Or maybe, maybe, maybe we don't want to go into no, that. No, I don't think so. But, uh, oh. And 84, you... How old were you then? 14. Oh, my God. I was 14, and I was running hard. I was already <laughs> ripping the junior speedway world, you know. <laughs> I wasn't winning a lot, but I was ripping it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what matters, though. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's kind of like... And that way, it's, it's kind of cool, because... Now I start... You brought it up. Now we talk about your mom and dad. <laughs> First of all... <laughs> You heard the episode about mom. How was Greg made? So, you know, should, should I ask you? <laughs> Have you asked your mom and dad how you were made? No, no. I don't really. No, I don't know, really. You, you don't want to know? No, huh? no. <laughs> we'll leave that one for another day. I think so, yeah. So, uh, dude, a lot of people listen to this. Obviously, they're listening because they know Speedway. They know you and I are friends, and they know that... Uh, I have obviously I have a lot of respect for you as a writer, as a friend, as yeah, we've done a lot of cool things together. But I like doing these kind of things because my career has been pretty interesting and traveling and leaving home at an early age. And you pretty much have done the same thing, but in the European world and coming up from from a childhood. And what was it like growing up? And you're born and raised in Motala, right? Yes. Yes. And. Uh... No, it's pretty cool. I uh, Motala, it's yeah, like you said, it's my home, and uh, I always live there, and uh, I like it. It's uh, pretty much a summer city uh, with the beach and everything, and uh, yeah. So I went to school there and uh, all that kind of things, and uh, that was pretty cool. Was Speedway popular? Do you remember it being, I mean, being a, I mean, your dad was into it, right? So you kind of grown up around it. Yeah. Uh, so he was, yeah. he was riding when you were little and then, 
But he, do you remember it? No, I don't remember it because he pretty much finished when we, when me and my brother was born. He finished 85. Oh, and yeah. uh, oh. my brother is born 83 and I'm 84. So uh, we don't really remember anything of it. But uh, it's always been there. Uh, and like you said, it wasn't popular when we grew up in Motala, it wasn't, uh, I think Motala had a team in Division 2 or Division 3 this time, uh, it uh, wasn't that big, and uh, but somehow we we always had 250cc bikes at our grandpa's house in Mariestad, they lived there, and uh, so we, when we always were there, we, we were going on this pretty crazy, and uh, <laughs> Uh, later on, uh, this must have been when we were like 10 or 11, I think. Uh, we kept asking our dad and mom if we could uh, take a spin on the speedway bike. And uh, <laughs> my dad didn't really like it because he, he knew what it was like. And he he ended his career, broken his back. So uh, That was racing speedway. Yes. Spin, right? Yes. So... Uh, that's uh, he didn't want us to go up there, and uh, but uh, lucky for us, he he worked night shift at the hospital there in Motala, so he he slept till when he been working night, he slept till like one two o'clock in the afternoon, <laughs> and these speedway schools back then was like ten o'clock in the morning. <laughs> this sounds like a publicity <laughs> story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, uh, mom took us up a couple of times, and uh, I think for a few weekends in a row we went there and uh, had a practice, and all went well. Uh, till uh, one weekend, I think Danny had a crash. Uh, Daddy were home sleeping, and uh, Danny had a crash, and uh, nothing, nothing serious, but he was limping a bit. And uh, Saturday or Sunday went by, and. Danny's still limping and dad asked what what have you been doing you know <laughs> and so then we had to explain what we were doing and uh, yeah that's where it all started and we we told him we oh we really like this we want to continue and uh, was he pissed off <laughs> he was angry of course but then after he come up so it was first time he I mean he's been there by our side uh, our whole career so uh you know that's uh, he tried to push it off first time, but uh, then when he he realized we liked it, and uh, then he been supporting all the time. So that's pretty good. That, that is cool. You know, when you think about it, I, uh, obviously a couple of guys like you and your brother who've been your whole life has been around Speedway. Yeah, I th- I realized that your dad had gotten injured, but I didn't I didn't weigh it up that it was so early. So he you you guys really found the itch without dad's involvement yeah pretty much interesting yeah and uh, mom was supportive of it though yeah all the time also all the time also so uh, uh, she took us first couple of times and then uh, oh then when dad knew we were going she he he took it over you know after mom there so uh, but then she's always been there also so uh, now it's been it's been very good at least he was working at the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's a good thing. You guys have done pretty good, though. You knock on wood. You've done pretty good to avoid those places yeah, as much as possible. Yeah, but pretty much. They're, they're never fun. But, no, um, no. 
So then, then your sister, mm-hmm. how much younger is she than you guys? She's born '89. Okay, so there's a few years in between. Oh, oh. So. Uh, but she's always she's like your guys' biggest. I know this because my sister's the same. She's like mm-hmm. your biggest mm-hmm. fan, right? Mm-hmm. The biggest supporter. Yeah. Probably got your back more than than anybody out there. She's always been there, you know, and uh, she pretty much had to grow up with it. We, oh, we were out, uh, like you said, we were out <laughs> racing at the weekends. Uh, that took us, you know, because we were two, so uh, we we had a van and two bikes, I think, and uh, these meetings with ATCs, it was Saturday, Sunday, so uh, if it was far away, we stayed over. If not, we went home and clean the bikes in the morning and went again on the Sunday so uh, and uh, yeah so they had to they had to be there too you know all the time so uh, that's that's funny because my sister the same I mean my brother and I both raced in the whole our whole lives around motorcycles and she pretty much in one way it feels like she had no choice yet they don't they don't seem to mind it no no she was there getting dirty with us yeah yeah no that's uh they signed up for it. No, exactly. <laughs> and I think that's uh, it's just the way it goes. I think it's the same for all the families, you know. If, if it's yeah. ice hockey or football or... Uh, yeah, the older, they do things earlier. And then the, the younger, yeah, brothers or sisters just have to get along with it, you know. So, uh, uh, yeah, it's just rolling on. Yeah, I mean, for, for those of you that haven't been to Motol or seen the races, and I mean, uh, their sister Matilda, she doesn't miss many events. And obviously when these guys get separated in clubs and ride in different places, she has to try to find a way to spread the love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, it, it's, it's really cool. If we forget Speedway for a second, what other sports? I mean, I know you guys are, both you and your brother are quite... Uh, active and talented in other things, not just the speedway, but there seems to be a lot of your hockey bulky and your your inner bandy. And but were you guys into hockey? Were you into football? I mean, what, that's, what other classic uh, Swedish sport did you guys have? We pretty much did everything, you know. That back then uh, you were allowed to do all the sports, you know. I think uh, we have done everything pretty much, you know. Uh, Handball, uh, ice hockey, football. Uh, yeah. I think we went to karate also. Uh, did that few few one winter and. Uh, That's why nobody messes. With no, me. exactly. <laughs> I'm pretty big, so. Uh, yeah, I might be small, but I'll whoop your ass. No, well, that was it. Was fun, you know. We we could do everything, and then uh, of course we we played ice hockey till we were about 20 years old we we, we stuck with that uh, still playing we have the premiere now on Saturday morning with the hockey bucket team Korpen as we call it in Swedish Korpen how would you translate Korpen uh, it's I don't know <laughs> it could be old ice old hockey for ah oh. Hard to put it. That, that's yeah, the cool thing with Swedish, though. You guys can have like one word that it's almost impossible no, to translate. No. Kind of like logom. <laughs> but Korpen is uh, it's hockey for amateurs. If you put, yeah, we can put it that way. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty fun. But are you guys really amateurs? 
we we don't think we are but yeah. uh, if i mean no, no, if, no, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we we pre- we think we're pretty cool and pretty good pretty fast and uh, but uh, no we are not really but uh, and that's you and your brother <clears throat> And this is the whole Motala Yang at Motala Yeah, yeah exactly. It's our friends from our high school and school, and we're still hanging out together. So uh, that's pretty cool too. Uh, Are these all the same dudes? Like I would know, obviously. The, pretty much, Nisa yeah. too. Yeah, and Nisa don't play, but he he's too good. He's yeah. he's at the next level though. He's, huh? he's, he's the water boy. He's, he's the wa- oh, yeah. is he water boy. Yeah. Is he like the Adam Sandler in the, the water boy movie? You exactly. The high quality yeah. H2O. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Nissa, if, you if just got up in my ribs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if he's not hangover, he's down there with us in the morning. So, uh, <laughs> gotta love Because it's, it's every Saturday mornings, you know. First game is uh, 8.45 and... Uh, if you're on the second game, it's uh, 9.45, so... Uh, so you guys go for the second game? <laughs> no, we we. <laughs> so you got more time, or, or is, yeah. that where, is that where Nisse rolls in? Yeah, Nisse. Hope we have the nine forty-five, but uh, <laughs> all other guys, we have kids and everything, so we we are hoping for the early one because uh, <laughs> after the game we go for a fika, and uh, but if it's nine forty-five, gets late and it's almost lunchtime, so uh, right, we like the early ones. See, this is the kind of stuff that people don't know. What you guys do in the winter, and it's uh, you know you take your professional level back down to the amateur yeah. level and realize. Yeah. No, but it's pretty fun, you know. It's it's uh, it's not serious, but uh, when we play, it's pretty serious because uh, <clears throat> no one wants to lose. To lose, and uh, it's some old. Yeah, not we are all pretty old, but uh, it's some older guys than us, and they are old. <laughs> they are pretty grumpy, you know. They can be pretty because all all the guys have been playing before either bandy or ice hockey, so, uh, so they have the competitive edge. Yeah, exactly, the, exactly. Have you had to break out your karate skills yet? <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, but no. Uh, could go pretty crazy sometimes, but uh, <laughs> that's fun. That's no. so cool. <laughs> well, you gotta, you know, no matter what you do, right? You always tend to <laughs> bring out your competitive edge, no matter if you're having fun or not. Exactly. <laughs> that's but that's what makes it makes it so cool. So, oh, okay, so that's good. What yeah. are you doing? Anything else in the winter? I mean, you guys, if we compare Sweden if to my California winters, uh, we're jumping right along, but. California, obviously, we don't we don't really have winter. We can't call it that. But no, I've had I've had the privilege of being here close to a, the winter period, like now, where I'm I'm heading back home and uh, in the next couple of days, and and then I'll be gone until next year, you know. And you guys got to deal with this darker, cooler periods. But you're always you got a different outlook on this, you know. I don't know if you're messing with me all the time or if you're serious, but how you love the snow and. You always find the good in it, and that must be the difference, right? Because some people just go into full-on hibernation, and, and people Sweden's got the reputation for uh, people getting depressed and start drinking or something. But uh, is it no, true? but that's why we call Vikings, you know. Oh, Vikings, right? Guys like you, you go away when it's the hard the hard months coming. You go away, but see, I see that as smart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably most guys do, you know, but... Uh, Even though I have to go away, I still find it quite smart. <laughs> yeah, exactly, no, but... 
I don't know. It's uh, it's hard to describe. I I I like it. It's uh, especially when it's it could be five minus and uh, a lot of snow. That's uh, it's lighting up the days. You know. Uh, now when it's dark and no snow, it's then it's dark. You know. Then it's pretty boring. But. Uh, as soon as the snow comes, it's uh, then it's light again, you know, uh, even longer in the days. But uh, oh, I don't know why, but I, <laughs> I kind of <laughs> like it. It's uh, you could curl up in the sofa, put the fire in the <coughs> fire on, and uh, I don't know. It's it's just nice. So the cozy Jonas comes out <laughs> in the wintertime when you get all <laughs> nestled up in the sofa, the kids, the family. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. So then, the, obviously, we were, you ripped right through your career from having a good time as a kid and doing all that stuff, and then you went through your 50 cc's, your 80 cc. How many years of 80 cc did you? Did you? I mean, did you follow the progress right from sort of six or seven years old, or even before that? I think we started a bit later. I think you can start when you're 10 or 11 to compete, but we. I think I was. 12 and my brother was 13 so we were pretty late in there but uh, then we did that till you were 16 when you turn 16 you can jump on the 500 so uh, we did a couple of years there and then uh, from 16 we've been on the on the big bike so dang mm-hmm. not yet. I, I have a lot of conversations with you about different things and many people know many don't know but I mean Jonas and I we we share lots of info quite regular with things and, and now it's about the kids in the future but do you seeing the the four stroke world today I'm a big fan of the four strokes because obviously I was brought up on those mm-hmm. and I think that the the relative feeling of a four stroke 125 compared to an 85 cc two stroke for me I feel like it's it's more similar mm-hmm. but now with my kid with Wilbur riding 80s this year and you've Thankfully, you've helped Wilbur out a couple of months or twice. <laughs> Just when I couldn't be around, it was cool. You took over, took over the reins when I was away. So uh, Jonas is more than just a friend. He's also my child minder. <laughs> now nah, he took care of Wilbur at a race. But the 80cc class or 85cc class is insane. I can't believe how quick the bikes are mm-hmm. and what the guys can do on them. But you can see how you have. there's no in-between. It's pretty much your full gas the way I look at it, or you're off and it's it's quite a difficult ride, but you once you're full gas, it's up to you just gotta steer the thing and make sure that yeah, you don't yeah, you don't get into trouble. No, it's that's uh, it's it's what you said there. It's it's full throttle or nothing really. It's uh, on the eighty cc's but uh, I haven't seen I've seen a few races with the two fifties, but uh, I think it's something to work on because uh, it's more similar to a 500 there like you said and uh, but i think it's a few still a few steps to go before this is 100% on the 250s because uh, it seems like a few of them is is underpowered and uh, then it's, it looks hard to race these also but uh, i think if you if you work on it this it is it is the future anyway so uh, and uh, some guys have it and they have few engines that works very good and uh, then it looks pretty fun to race those uh, 250s so uh, it's the way to go for sure that's 
it's pretty cool. The, um, the reason why I'm talking about this with, with Jonas now too is that I, I like to express to people that, you know, I mean, the future is about the kids mm-hmm. and you were a kid and you had the dreams and you're still following dreams and, and uh, you're a family man too. You, you get, wait a minute, I'm going to stop right there. So I, I didn't even ask about your family. So now you, here we are. You got a wife and two kids, right? <laughs> yes. Boy and a girl? Yes. And how old are they? Uh, Vilgot is seven and Vilma is five. Okay. And which one of them is going to be a speeder rider? No one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go back to junior speeder. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see how long this lasts. But yeah, I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Jonas has done pretty good to, to get his kids into sports yeah, or other things yeah. anyway. So. But Jonas has been, him and his brother, and uh, I'm going to plug this because they, they're really good and they, they've been working hard to try to do new things and even in Motala and wherever they've been riding and and uh, this is where we come to, you know, it's, I'm trying to do as much as I can for my kids, but the sport here in Sweden, the 85cc or 80cc class seems like it's, it's really having a tough time these days. And you can see the 250 classes coming in, it's becoming, it's getting bigger and bigger. And I'm a massive fan of that too, but it feels like the expense of the 85cc is, is nuts uh, today. Maybe it always has been, but the, the amount of mm-hmm. equipment that some of these guys have, and mm-hmm. I found out now what it costs to run that stuff. And mm-hmm. you know, you you, you got to have a, a pretty good job to support your kids to to go at that level. Yeah, and it, it's it is crazy. I I I can only look back for myself, and it it wasn't that crazy when we started. You know, it's uh, because we we were a group with me and my brother Peter Jung, Freddie Lindgren, uh, Lindbeck, Linus Sundström. So many guys, and I think that's uh, an impressive list of names. Yeah, it is, yeah. and it's uh, AJ was a few years before us, and uh, uh, but we we were a group there, and uh, I think I remember me and my brother. We had two bikes. We had one each. If mine broke, I jumped on his, and uh, <coughs> same with the other guys. We we had one bike each, and uh, started from there, you know, and. One helmet. We had the helmet color put on the helmets, and uh, that worked out, you know. And uh, you don't need all this stuff that many of these guys have today. Uh, they run it like a Grand Prix team, you know, and uh, that's pretty crazy, I think. But uh, if, of course, you can do it. But uh, if if you want to do it, you can do it. But. Uh, <sighs> ATC, so you don't need to do that really. Yeah, it's, it doesn't uh, feel real, does it? No, because mm. the expense will come later on anyway, and it's it's better to save up for your 500 career to to get started there. You know, that's uh, where everything will happen. So uh, yeah, and that's pretty typical too, because there's always going to be a family that's that's more able to to do more for their kids than others are, but. When it gets a couple more in there, then there's always the ones that are behind them that are going, they know they can't afford to have that, but they want it, so they're doing everything they can. Yeah. Or the parents are feeling guilty, so they want to do it, then then you know, it becomes like a financing program, and then you never know where it can go from there. No. In one sense, I was like you in the saying, we didn't have we didn't have much money, and everything was just, dad put everything in to build me a really cool bike, mm-hmm. and I had one bike, and I had one this and one that. Mm-hmm. Few years before you, of course. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> many but, years. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and uh, but you know what? In one way, it makes it feels like 
I took it as, as I mean, I didn't look at it that I was uh, unlucky or I was, you know, didn't didn't have it. I, I was just like, gosh, I would love to have that. And my mm. friends, I was friends with a lot of these guys that had it, but they were normal guys. Mm. And some of these guys today, it's the same. You can see that. And then you can see some that are a little bit bigger than others for one reason or another. And, that, you know, that's all, that's all part of learning. But I think it makes you really hungry and you learn how to do so much more when maybe you don't have the best equipment but on the right size tracks and you learn how to be a little bit more solid and then you appreciate the good stuff when you get it later. So you can't <clears> say what's the better way, but uh, anyway, to keep the sport alive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, but that's exactly, it's another thing you said there. It's uh, many of these juniors that comes up on the 500 now, they, they have everything. They have the mechanics, they uh, have everything and the, I I don't know, but they I don't think they know how to change the jet or uh, if they change the ignition. I don't know how. I don't think they know how to do it, you know. But uh, change the air filter. Yeah, exactly. And put the engine out and put it back in and clean the carb. Uh, I don't know if they know how to do that really. And uh, I think that's a problem. And that starts in the yeah the first couple of years if you. If you're interested, you want to clean your bike yourself and sort everything out, then uh, that's uh, that's a very good learning curve to do all this stuff for yourself uh, first couple of years. Also, it's uh, I remember I I think my first three or four years in England, I I did everything myself. You know, uh, I had a guy help me during the meetings, but uh, in the meantime, I. I cleaned my bikes and sorted everything out and uh, mounted all your tires and balanced yeah them. exactly and uh, you learn a lot to do that also but uh, many of these juniors today don't don't learn that you know that's uh, and I think that's that's a problem it's the same when Brock Nickel came over this last year that a lot of these guys have had you know they got parents and they got mechanics that do everything for them but if they don't put enough effort into learning early it can be harder later yeah so we were we were very influential trying to help him too. Like, mm-hmm. be sure that you know your stuff. Maybe you know what it is, but uh, I think the only thing he he hadn't really done was mounted tires. Mm-hmm. But um, we gave him the, the lesson how to do it, and mm-hmm. spent a lot of time with mm-hmm. him and showed him. So you, the basic thing was exactly what you said. You might end up somewhere, and mm-hmm. suddenly you you don't have a mechanic, no. or you're flying off to another country, which you've done as well, yeah. the UK or Poland. Yeah. And, Suddenly there are no mechanics and no. you got to get it done. Yeah. So if you know what you're doing, at least have a first inclination. Yeah. You got you're there, mm. and then you then you understand what's going on with the bike. Yeah. Like anything, so I'm uh, I'm a supporter of that, and I think mm. it makes all these guys better in the end. Yeah, I mean that's. Uh... Or their careers are a lot shorter, isn't it? Exactly, and I think you. You appreciate the time on the track more if you, if you have done it yourself, you know. That's uh, and you. I think you get another feeling on the bike if you know you have done it properly. And uh, it's uh, of course for the guys who are in the top, they don't need to do that. But uh, hopefully, from the beginning, they they have learned everything and they know they know how to do it. But uh, and I. Even today, if I have a mechanic and everything, but even so, I'm I'm in the workshop some days anyway to 
I'm I just like to be there, you know. Yeah. I want to see how it goes and uh, oh maybe we should do this and uh, oh, yeah. maybe for the next meeting we try this and uh, I change a little bit here and just just to be there, you know. And that's when your mechanics get nervous now, <laughs> when you're standing. <laughs> yeah. Mine are the same. If yeah. I'm standing in the workshop, then they start <laughs> looking to see what I'm looking at at the bike. And yeah. Did we do something wrong? Yeah. When really all you're doing is looking for something that you can try different. Yeah. Or, yeah. And then when you come forward with your your suggestion, they go, "What? Why?" Yeah. And you're like, "Just do it. Mm-hmm. Let's just try it." Mm-hmm. But but, uh, but that comes back to because you had a feeling when you grow up and you start working on the bike. That's come back even these years. You know when uh, you get a feeling for something. Well, for all of you listening, you can probably understand why I I like this guy and why he and I see. Uh, we we can share a lot of information because there's a, a lot of similarities in our in our ways. Can't say in our upbringing, but in a sen- in a sense <laughs> it is. And uh, I, I like the way Jonas works, and Jonas is a hard worker. And uh, no matter what kind of situation we've been in, we've had a lot of success together in teams. And for me, Jonas is I've said this before, and I'll still say it. And he's probably one of, if not the fastest starters I've ever seen uh, on the day obviously we're all good on our day right and on his day nobody can beat this guy and that's uh, those days can be affected by anything <laughs> as we know and a lot of it's in our heads and uh, it doesn't matter how quick you are yesterday today you can be all wrong when when someone throws a, a wrench in the woodworks or you just it just doesn't when your, your head says go that doesn't get to your hand and uh, but Jonas is super quick. He's got lightning fast reflex, uh, reflexes, and he's doesn't have an ADCC style that a lot of guys have a hard time losing from from this neck of the woods. Mm-hmm. So both you and your brother are too quick, very tidy riders. They don't do anything unnecessary on the track. Accidents can happen or situations, mm-hmm. but. I like Jonas. We've been riding together in England. We've been riding together in Sweden. We've been riding together in Poland. California. Yeah. <laughs> California style is the best, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. So when it, when everything goes all silly or haywire, then we just go back to California style yeah. and everything's yeah. all good. <laughs> exactly. No, but it's pretty funny. You, you, I mean, we can talk about this for how long we want, but... Uh, <laughs> you can see how these podcasts Yeah, are. exactly. Another week, uh, I don't know, we have been in the phone like 45 minutes and... You're like two kids, my wife said, when you talk to each other. And <laughs> what do you talk about? She asked me, and I said, Nothing. No, I don't. In the beginning, I, I asked him something because that's why I called him. But later on, I said, I don't remember what we talked about, really. But, uh, or I, I don't remember what I asked him, but uh, it's pretty funny, you know. We. <sighs> No, when we talk, we yeah, we always oh well. It usually starts off with a dig, you know, yeah. you're digging something at me and calling me a wino or something. Yeah. Jonas has got this thing and he thinks I'm a wino because yeah. I told him I like to have a glass of wine with yeah. dinner. So now it turns into I drink wine every night and do silly things, which I do sometimes. Yeah, of course. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> like you said, we end up, you know, something comes up or there's a rumor about this and about that, and we, mm-hmm. we want to discuss it and see what we can, mm-hmm. if we can solve the Speedway world mm-hmm. and, and more more or less the, the junior Speedway world. Yeah, so. we got, yeah. <laughs> we have too many ideas. That's the, that's the issue, but it's not yeah. a bad issue. No. And I think you guys, we have plans, both Jonas and I, to do 
and I should say Daniel too, because Daniel is quite heavily involved, although you and I talk much more than Daniel and I talk. But we have plans to do things for the kids and stuff for the junior speedway world. Uh, I'm, I support what Jonas and Daniel are doing in Swedish Speedway, so I, I told them I always stand behind you guys if you ever want a, another word, but uh, I'd love to see things pick up here and maybe a few changes here and there, which we'd all like. But uh, here we are in another world. Uh, well, no, it's fun. And it's, we're going to be teamed up again next year. No. People don't really know this yet. It hasn't been broadcast, and maybe it will get out before this podcast goes out. I don't know, but I recently signed a, a new deal in Poland to ride for in the second division in, in Zhezhov. And at the same time, uh, Jonas has just very recently made a contract to ride with them too. So we will be teamed up again. Uh, and this this uh, interesting new situation that we got going on and, and to help a club come from the second division with a, a large, they've got a three-year plan to go up to Extraliga and be a not just a team in Extraliga, they want to be a team that's in the mix. So we'll see see how far that goes for both Jonas and I. And uh, it's, you know, we've been talking a lot about this lately because it's pretty impressive, the new boss that's there, what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, for both Jonas and I, we're, we're both looking at it going, wow, okay, this... this yeah. And the ambition is there, and stadium is there, and yeah. I mean they have everything. They do, and the stadium. Yeah. I mean that's one yeah. of the most cool tracks yeah. in Poland. Really, it's big yeah. and, and wide, and mm-hmm. it can be a little bit deep and fast sometimes. Mm-hmm. But if you're a quick starter like like you, <laughs> or you, <laughs> yeah, you know, like I said, we have our days, we have our moments. <laughs> so I always challenge him if we come up yeah. to the tapes, and I ask him if uh, who's going to be second. <laughs> so we'll see, but. Hey, like Jonas said, we can sit here and we can talk all day long, and I have plans to talk to Jonas many, many more times uh, because, like I said, he's a, he's a good buddy and, and he has a lot to say, but he's a quiet guy, and a lot of you guys don't get a chance to get to know him, but he's, uh, he's more than just the dude in a helmet, uh, this kid from Motala, although he's still the king of Motala. He's still the... Yeah, that's what they say, I'm not sure, but... Uh... Oh well, Henrik Olofsson, he seems to tell everybody every time you're there the king of Motala. But your brother, you know, when you weren't there this last year, your brother was pretty big. So yeah, I but think he he'd like your spot. You no, know, even if I'm not there, I'm I have my name in the program there. <laughs> okay, strike record, yeah. Well, I think I think there was a problem with it, the timing device that day, I but, think so too. or you you yeah. know they they just like you so much because yeah. you're from Motala, but yeah. <laughs> no, but that's something I, I always think about the <clears throat> this track record it doesn't mean anything, but uh, they should I don't know what you call that in English, but uh, they should do something what you have on the motocross, you know? Oh, like a timing yes. system? Yes. Yeah. How many? This is a, here we go. Yeah. Right, see how these podcasts yeah. go. I mean, now you can see how our conversations go on the telephone, but the GP, we keep talking about that Mm. timing device Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so they can get lap times, who's quickest here or there or or certain points on the track. Can you imagine that? I mean, that would open up a whole new world. It's not just about going around and who's first across the finish line. Suddenly you have so many more statistics Mm -hmm. and... uh, as long as they don't have have one of them the, the start to the first corner who's the quickest then then I'll, I'll challenge yeah. you no but that's pretty cool when you watch the MotoGP and you see oh Rossi is quickest in this section here and uh, then Dovi is quickest in the third uh, 
so that that's pretty cool to watch and see you can see the timings and uh, yeah and they show you points on the track exactly right? yeah. the acceleration points or their braking points yeah. and where they enter the corner where yeah. they exit you know speedway for a lot of people is just round and round in mm-hmm. circles mm-hmm. and it's all about the start but uh, as i explained to somebody the other day it's there's as little as there is on a speedway bike mm-hmm. as simple as they are mm-hmm. when you start to to give people information about the things that we do mm-hmm. like you're saying mm-hmm. you and i mm-hmm. share this all the mm-hmm. time but different things with with bike dimensions with mm-hmm. with uh chassis design yeah. with with ignitions and carburations mm-hmm. and engine combinations and wheelbase and mm-hmm. tire pressures mm-hmm. and wheels and mm-hmm. uh, you know clutch plates and mm-hmm. clutch springs and yeah and it goes on and on there's yeah. not a lot there but i'll tell you what we don't have brakes and we don't have transmission no. we don't have suspension but we've got we've got quite a lot of other stuff yeah. to mess our heads yeah. up so. And of course, it's uh, about the money in the on the television as well, I guess, because it's some pretty cool shots in the MotoGP. You, they have different cameras, camera levels, and uh, cameras on the bikes or on the riders. Yeah, exactly, and uh, in the corners where they come there, and it's uh, I say it's a uh, it's pretty cool, but uh, I guess it's uh, yeah, it's money involved there too. So. Uh, money and then when it comes to cameras it's safety and all that but yeah. I think that FIM is quite seriously considering new things and mm-hmm. they, they know mm-hmm. that they want to make the sport even bigger and yeah. BSI too and from the world championship mm-hmm. perspective but league speedway for one you know I don't know how much is governed by that but they can do a lot and sometimes they can be the, the leaders yeah and uh, that's something they have to look on you know and uh, in Sweden, I think it's the ESS or uh, Svemo looking through this stuff and uh, to make it, yeah, to make it great again. You know, that's uh, something. <laughs> Did you just throw that in there because of Donald Trump and me <laughs> yeah. being an American? Yeah. You want to make Speedway great again? Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I like your style. <laughs> but uh, that's something I think we uh, could grow bigger if ESS or Svemo put a group of riders together in the winter time talk about what what do you guys want to do what should we do to make it better like an open dialogue exactly now it's uh, guys there sitting doing stuff and uh, just uh, they don't ride a bike or uh, maybe they even have ridden the bike before either and uh, Mm-hmm. They're, they're sitting there making decisions that could be pretty crazy sometimes and uh, that's uh, yeah should be one rider from each team either Swedish or foreign riders doesn't really matter if uh, if they have the interest to to make it better also they should be in a group and uh, talk about what especially Swedish elites here and should do better you know you heard it from the, I can't say the horse's mouth, the horsepower's mouth right there from, <laughs> yes. from Jonas, and I, I echo his thoughts. But uh, again, we'll talk a lot more about this because I have lots of ideas and things I'd like to talk to Jonas about someday. And, and uh, on the podcast here, and let you hear his, his views on the league speedway and from, from Polish speedway to Swedish speedway to English speedway and so on. So these guys have been to visit me in the States too. They've seen American speedway, all kinds of stuff, but... Uh, We'll talk about that on another podcast. So, mm-hmm. 
Anyway, Stefan couldn't be with us today. Stefan's normally with me. He's my partner in crime, and, and uh, we share a lot of cool info. He would have loved to have talked to you today, so we'll take that up on the next one. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Stefan, you're on your 40th uh, birthday trip to London. Have fun, man, <laughs> and uh, make sure you have a pint for us. Not Jonas. He just wants a Coke or something. Yeah. I don't know, or a cup yeah, of tea or yeah, whatever he yeah. drinks. <laughs> so we've come to the point in the podcast where we have this segment we always do, and it's called 45 Seconds. 45, that's me, right? Yeah. It's all about the 45. Yeah, so, In 45 seconds, I'm going to fire random questions at you, and I don't want you to think about them. I just want you to give me your answer off the top of your head, and uh, we'll go from there, okay? Yeah. All right, here we go. Jonas Dobbinson's going to do 45 seconds. Ready? And here we go. Uh, do you cook or clean? Clean. Snooze? Snooze. <laughs> Planes, trains, or automobiles? Automobiles. Do you iron your socks and underwear? No. <laughs> Liar. Do your kids think you're crazy? No. Yeah, that's right. Has your wife ever tried Speedway? No. <laughs> Corva macarona or fish and chips? Corva macarona. The beach or the forest? Beach. ABBA or the Beatles? ABBA. Your favorite car? Volvo. Bjorn Borg or Tony Rickardson? Stop him! <laughs> Tony Rickardson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got him there. <laughs> that was 45 seconds, even just a little over, but... <laughs> uh, that's always fun to do, kind of get a few things, and thanks for that. But, um, everybody, I want to say thanks again, Jonas. Thank you for giving us your time, and I, I hope we get to talk to you many, many more times, especially when we get the Motala Yang, Nisse, Dirty Pete. Yeah, that would be fun, though. Nisse, Daniel, yeah. and uh, yeah. around the table for a Friday so, night. Yeah. So uh, thanks again, Jonas, and uh, we wish you the best of luck. Have a great winter, and we'll talk to you again soon. So, yeah, you too. Thank you very much. And you guys, thanks for listening. This is The Real 45 Podcast. You can follow us on iTunes, Acast, and Podbean at, at Real 45 Podcast. Be sure to go in and, and like us or rate us and review us and follow us and whatever else you can do on social media with Instagram and Twitter and at Real 45 Podcast. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys all next week. Keep it sideways and grin to win. Welcome to Real 45 with Stefan and Greg Hancock. We vibe out and have real talk, so tune in and check this out, yeah. Today is a new day, let's seize it now and get hype. We talking about our careers, our family and just life, yeah. Share my story with you, inspiration like every day. Real 45, we gon' keep it live, I keep episodes on replay, Hey, Real 45, yeah, Real 45, show them how we do it, man, yeah.